Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and whoa, let me drop my phone off of the desk. That would not be good, but it didn't happen, so it's okay. In true 80s cartoon fashion, just in the nick of time. Speaking of just in the nick of time, you're just in the nick of time to enjoy the 14th session of Cartoon Action Hour, Captive Souls. We have in the story, Lion Court as our game master, Anim5 as Smack Chainmore, and yours truly, Blind Geek, as Bladestar. So, because I am on a time crunch, without further ado, sit back, relax, and let's get right into it, shall we? Enjoy! Welcome to Captive Souls. Some spirits should never be free. I'm sorry. I'm following a camera pan down from the sky, revealing a landscape and closing in on the cave of our cousin Michael. Actually, no. Time has passed between episodes. Yeah, about a month and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not that long. But uh, no, time has passed. We're going to be picking up the action at another point. I just want to uh, remind you all, you uh, are currently in possession of... The four artifacts of Zim. The helmet, the shield, the sword, the axe. Mm-hmm. Are currently all in your possession. Uh, in the last very um, acid-induced episode, uh-huh. you uh, met all sorts of weird talking animals. <laughs> culminated in the creation of the omelet of Zim. <laughs> That's right, what the hell? <laughs> And out of the omelet of Zim came an owl which told you that you needed to combine the powers of the artifacts of Zim if you were to have any hope of defeating Valamir. He also told us how many legs it took to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. That's right. That's right, yes. And (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, you uh, woke back up from your dream state in the cave... The scrolls with the information were gone into ash. They were burned up. But the information has been extracted in your dream state. But only Fisher Price knows what it is. Or did he tell us? We know it was the history of... The upshot of it all was that you needed to combine the powers of the artifacts of Zim. That's why we made the omelet. Yes. It was just being given to you through your subconscious, as it were. The information. Oh, okay. It came to us in a dream. That's right. By way of the scrolls. And the Scottish monkeys. Into our little heads. All right. (laughs) So, armed with this knowledge, although you have yet to work out exactly what it means, you have ventured forth. (laughs) That's my entire life in a nutshell right there. (laughs) You have ventured forth and have arrived near Midnight Keep which is the castle fortress of Valamir, where you believe he is currently staying. What's that? I said, oh, cue the ominous music. That's right. And the thunder. (laughs) Midnight Keep is located in the center of a ruined city. The city is a little more than... Well, village, I should say. It's it's, a... Village people. Yeah, it's got... It's got uh, a lot of huts, 
a lot of uh, buildings that are dilapidated and falling to pieces. The streets are littered with defunct vehicles and things, cars and trucks and even a boat and a uh, flying vehicle of some sort, none of which appear to be in working condition. They've all rusted and rotted away. This place looks familiar. It's far worse than uh, Rakil was. Okay. Far, far worse. And a bit more primitive-looking. The castle of Midnight Keep stands in the uh, the center of the uh, city. You have not ventured close to it yet. At the time that our episode begins, you are, have all uh, taken shelter in a hut in the best condition that you could find and are uh, all sitting about in the hut and discussing the situation and going to make plans as to how to proceed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Captive Soul. Okay. It's been a while, and I've been editing old episodes, so things are a bit... That's alright. Are we still stone? Uh, Shaylee is, yes. Uh, You are not. Oh. Shaylee is. Was that part of the dream thing? Uh, That was... Before that, as I recall, but Lucas, regardless, oh, Lucas turned you back into uh, humans. That's right. He actually did something useful for once. Maybe. Yes, <laughs> but he was unable to do so with Shaylee. Uh, I'd like to nail down who precisely is holding what at this point. If I recall correctly, Smack Chain Moore is holding on to the shield of Zim. And I think he's got a little silver spear that has nothing to do with artifacts or anything. Right. Yeah, uh, we Luke... still have a use for that. Well, it killed a vampire once. I think Lucas got the sword. Yes. Shaylee has the helmet. Yes. And Bladestar and Blade... has the axe. And Bladestar has the axe, okay. We're giving Bladestar the axe. Man's nothing but trouble. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm going to examine the shield closely to see if there is anything that looks like a socket, flat surface, slot, groove, anything that looks like it would accept another implement being attached to it in some way. You see nothing of the sort. Hmm. What if we put the... It's so crazy, it just might work. What if we just put the sword and the axe and the helmet on top of the shield? You could do that, but then I'm not going to be able to move anymore. Well, that's, you know, the sacrifices must be made. You can't make an omelet without breaking at least one egg, and you're it. <laughs> I... <laughs> Before damaging poor Shaylee any further... Well, we're not going to damage her. <laughs> we're just going to immobilize her for a few seconds while we try this. And we well, still got we to not... figure out how to get inside the dumb keep as well. Mm. I agree that that is a puzzle that needs to be solved, but... Knowing beforehand, knowing is half the battle, knowing beforehand what to do once we get inside, I think is of equal importance, don't you? Well, you do it like you like. I was just pointing out the obvious. That's what you usually do. That's part of my job. That's right. (laughs) Bladestar, could we not simply touch the items together, including the helmet, while Shaylee is still wearing it? Yeah, but it's not as much fun. Oh. Sorry, did you want to go for an ear this time? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> She's already missing an ear, isn't she? She how dinged up is Shaylee? She has her arm is still unattached to my Well, she's still arm carrying her arm right. around as a club. Right. <laughs> okay. Her, uh, and she was missing a piece of nose or something? Yep, piece of her nose, ear gone. Oh man. She's in rough shape. At one point she got smashed in half or chopped in half or something too, didn't she? Yeah. Or was that somebody else? No, mm-hmm. she was. In fact, she still is. I'd forgotten about that, so that's a good thing that you actually reminded me of that. Thanks it's, a lot! It's been too long since we... Uh... <laughs> well, you were talking about fun and removing her helmet. I was just pointing out something that already happened. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I was thinking, do we fix... See, the one thing, we just leave her as a statue for a while. Now we've got to carry her ass and her upper torso... Well, you know what? Here's what we're going to do, because I don't remember exactly how we left all of that. It's been too long since we played. I am going to say at this point that Lucas, at some point in between episodes, at the very least, was able to at least reattach the two halves of her, unable to reattach her arm, but she's able to walk around again. Then retcon, we have the very first thing we say before any of this is, wow, Lucas... Haven't had a chance yet to thank you for fixing Shaylee so that she's no longer split in half. Boy, that came in pretty handy there, buddy. (laughs) All righty, then. Thank you, Lucas. All right. Moving on. Let's get the show on the road. (laughs) Shaylee is intact because it's convenient for the story. That's right. All right. I'm going to take the shield of Zim. Shaylee, with your permission, I'd like to touch the shield of Zim to your helmet. Shaylee, with your permission, I'd like to touch you. (laughs) Yeah, 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 go ahead. Whatever. (laughs) This he now does. All right, the helmet and the shield are currently touching. Okay, I'm going to walk over there and touch the axe to the shield and the uh, helmet. And I suppose you want me to take the sword and touch the big pile of Mesa Silver over there as well. You know, Lucas, the word is sword. Sword, yeah. What I say? You said sword. Sword, yeah. The word is sword, sir. <laughs> not when you're Irish, it's not. What did if the you're bird a leprechaun, do... it's a sword. What did the bird do when he flew high up into the air? He's sword. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, at least you're consistent. All right. All right. Lucas walks <laughs> over there and touches the sword to the group. A faint blue light emanates from all of the objects, as he does... And they glow for a moment, and then it fades away. Power extreme! Well, that did something, at any rate. It did achieve some kind of a result. The light glowed long enough for words to be spoken, I think. That's what I was thinking as well. It glowed for maybe, uh, you know, a few seconds, like ten seconds or something. Mm -hmm. More than enough for words to be spoken. My guess would be to speak the name of a planet we'd like to go... Or a place. I don't know. If I remember correctly, and I may not, the artifact takes us to uh, any of the planets in the sphere, I think. Am I wrong? Anything that's in the sphere, yes. So it could However, be... However, it has never been established, and I'm going to make this distinction just so that we can avoid any wild goose chases. That is not necessarily their only use, as you've seen. As has been illustrated by the fact that the helmet lets Shaylee walk around in her stone form and so on and so forth. Yeah, I just figured that was I'm just want to make sure that that is crystal clear. Okay. Mm-hmm. The traveling is not necessarily their only ability. 
but we don't know whether the traveling is just anywhere or if it's it's within the sphere that encloses the solar system in which Zim is a member. Right, but what I'm saying is we don't know whether it is anywhere on a planet or between planets or if it's just between planets because the way it was said made it sound to me like it was between Right, you do not know. Okay, well, I don't think we want to find out just yet. Smack Chainmore is going to step to the entrance of the hut that we're in and see if he can spy a construct or a building or a square or a fountain or something that's uh, a couple of hundred feet away from where we are that's very easily recognizable. There's a tavern of sorts, or the remains of one, that's got a uh, bright red and blue sign. Of course, very faded now, but quite recognizable and different from its surroundings. My friends, please come and look at this. And I'm going to point to them, uh, point way off in the distance, the bright red and blue, different looking tavern. All right. Hmm. Hi, you fancy a drink there, Chainmar? No, what I had in mind was for everyone to get a good, clear image of that place and the area that you can see in front of it and remember it. Perhaps we can try an experiment. Ah. If we look there and then return to our former position and inside the hut, put the pieces together and concentrate, unify our intentions to travel to that place. Perhaps intention triggers the power. Perhaps it does. And you know, the cool thing is, if it doesn't, then we're the only ones that are going to see ourselves looking incredibly stupid. So no one will be the wiser. So let's do it. All right. Indeed. You guys do that. And there is once again a faint blue glow for a few seconds, which fades away and nothing else happens. Although you hear a clanking noise coming from somewhere outside. Coincidence? (laughs) Believe it or Or not. not. Uh, I'm going to return to the entrance of the hut and look outside. Yeah. All right, coming toward you, sort of shuffling along in an ungainly gait, is a huge robot, a man-shaped robot, with a huge rectangular head. It stands about 12 feet tall, is very gangly-looking, very skinny legs and skinny arms, big rectangular head, and it is uh, approaching you, making that clanking noise. Danger! Danger! Hmm. Wow. Okay. It, it approaches and stops in front of you. Was someone thinking of a mechanical 12-foot-tall man? I was thinking of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, actually. And this is what came. Uh, no, I really <laughs> wasn't, actually. Hello. Are you by chance feeling depressed? He's... Sp- <laughs> Not particularly. He oh, good. I haven't seen humans around here for quite some time. Neither have we. Of course, we haven't seen much of anything around here, ever, so... You have seen one another, logic would dictate, which means it hasn't been longer than a few seconds since the last time you laid eyes upon a human being. Other than ourselves. Lucas. Hey. He's not human. There is a huge metal thinking man in front of us that doesn't have a beard. Hey, you're right about that. Should I give him one? Yes. I really think you should. All right. Lucas claps his hands, and suddenly the robot man uh, is sporting a beard. It appears to be completely made out of red, blue, and yellow wires. 
A delightful new addition to you, my friend. That has become a traditional Knights of Shenseen greeting. That's right. And I'm having odd Transformers 2 flashbacks because one of the main robots in that movie has a beard. That's <sighs> unfortunate. Yeah. I am Smack Chainmore. This is my friend Bladestar. Hello. This is Shay Lee, and this is Lucas. And I am QX938. Can we just call you Quix? Quixie? You may call me whatever you like. I have been built to serve humans, and you are the first ones I have seen in many a year, so I am happy to be of service. Ah, well, good. Note to yourself, we are humans and not Zimians. Okay. Well, Zimians really. live on the other side of the planet, speak with Scottish accents, and eat golden <laughs> bananas. <laughs> Touché. <laughs> this doesn't look like a brand new flashy shiny robot. It looks old. Very old. Been around for a long time. Mm. And did you have any particular reason or compulsion to show up here at this particular time? Not particularly. I was just wandering the village here, as I have done for many and many a century. Okay, so likely our little shenanigans had nothing to do with his showing up. I would think not. QX, you would have great knowledge of the passage of time on this planet, and perhaps be familiar with some of the lore, legends, or history surrounding Zim. Do you know anything of... The artifacts of Zim? Cue lightning. <laughs> Can they be used to mix drinks? We haven't tried that. Very large drinks, possibly. I am primarily programmed to work as a butler and housekeeper. That is the bulk of my knowledge. As long as you're not programmed to work as a chef, Thereby meaning when you say you want to serve us, <laughs> meaning you want to serve us to someone. I do not have any particular expertise in Zimian cuisine. Good. <laughs> Would you say that you were a construct of great strength? I was. We are on the same page today. That's just funny. Uh, Good stuff to know. Yeah. <laughs> Would I say if I am a construct of great strength, you ask? Yes, QX. Here. And he holds out his hand to you. I feel I may be placing my limbs in some danger, if I am correct in assuming that you are quite strong. Perhaps there is something large or heavy that you might lift in the vicinity here, or a piece of metal... I, I will not crush. harm you. I will not cause you any harm. Uh, very well then. I'll step forward and I will take him by the metal hand. All right, his arm falls off. <laughs> Do not distress yourself, QX. We seem to have that effect on nearly everyone we meet. <laughs> he takes his arm back with his other hand and kind of rams it back into the socket. I'm not in the best of shape these days. You know, we never tried that with Shailene. Maybe we should. Watch just bash it back onto her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you stay away. I, I like my arm at least as a club. I don't want it just as a pile of gravel. Yeah, probably a good call there, Shailene. We, we already did enough damage to you at this point. 
at this point, I think there are bits of me spread across the entire surface of the planet of Zim, and probably its moon as well. Perhaps we could try another experiment. We just wanted to help you get around, is all. I have a Beach Boys <laughs> song stuck in my head now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm getting this impression that this robot is not only tall, but also large. No, no, no. Probably... He's very tall and very thin. He's very gangly, as I said. So he's got long, skinny arms and long, skinny legs. And Then that completely changes my image of the robot. But uh, it also it changes my entire image of the scene and the situation and the strategies that were coming through my head. So thank you. I'm glad I... Clarified that for myself. Perhaps you would like a drink. No, we'd actually like to get into that castle over there. Mm. Or we would like to check out that tavern over there. Well, where there is a tavern, there are drinks. Yes, but they usually have other people already serving them. Well, as this is a village where the last human that's been alive here has died several centuries ago, I... I think it is unlikely that you will find servers in the tavern. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Josh. Uh, on a side note, I now I kept thinking that voice. I I know that's familiar somehow. What is that he's doing? And I realized it was the Thermian from uh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I wasn't doing that on purpose, but that's pretty funny. You are our only hope. You right. anyway. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. Yeah. <laughs> I am coming to several conclusions. So am I. One of is a very... He will not make a good battering ram. Indeed. It would not fit in with any kind of plans to try and follow behind him as he kicks down castle walls. I do <laughs> yeah. not believe this will be taking place. <laughs> I'm also curious as to how a domestic servant robot ends up being 12 feet tall. QX, you must have served in dwellings that were immensely large. I mostly served in the city hall, which had very high ceilings. Ah, that explains it indeed. Hmm. I'm just trying to think what we can use him for, because we seem to have picked up another pathetic life form. Like, <laughs> perhaps we could try Yes, we seem to have. <laughs> I seem to have met a lot of pathetic life forms in the last few weeks, as it were. Life looks farms? pointedly what, are, at you. Are, are they engaging in livestock production at this point? <laughs> he looks pointedly at Bladestar. I understand, I understand. Bladestar's switch is set to merciless. Hey, <laughs> 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 baby, I've had your problem. <laughs> this doll switch is set to... Um, friends, shall we try another experiment? We. <laughs> Let's apply the artifacts of Zim, all four of us together, to the surface of QX-938, and while concentrating on renewing and repairing him, speak the word, in unison, renew. Okay, why not? (laughs) All right, you guys all move forward and do that, and absolutely nothing happens. (laughs) Oh, God, this is going to be one of those. Okay. I appreciate the sentiment. Would you like a drink? (laughs) Yes, I would. (laughs) Go over to the tavern and fetch me one. Unless you happen to have one in a secret compartment somewhere on your person. 
I have one in a secret compartment on my person. However, I do not have enough for one, two, three, four of you. I would recommend you follow me to the tavern, or else I will have to make several trips. You know, Smack, this robot can't be a very good quality. He had to count how many of us there were. His computer processors must be really whack. When 200 years old, I really think it's good I will not. <laughs> well, you must remember I am technology that is several hundred years out of date. So I is Windows, willing... but we don't hold that against... <laughs> I'm perfectly willing to follow QX to the tavern. I'm growing tired of this hut. Yes. It stinks of failure. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, quickly, let's go. All right. You uh, make your way down the uh, streets of the village toward the tavern. Please roll a perception, uh, a hyper-awareness, uh, all that good stuff. Both of you, please. Seven. Sixteen. You rolled a sixteen total, Blaster. Yes. And you rolled seven, Adam. I did. All right. You don't notice anything. Oh, wow. Okay. As uh, you approach the tavern, however, you hear a click, Bladestar, as your foot comes down on something on the ground. There's a whirring, whooshing sound as part of a wall of a nearby building comes sliding down into the ground, and a horde of little disc-like machines that are flying through the air come flying out toward you, whirring and whizzing around with blades attached to them, and appear like they're going to attack you. Okay, I extend my... Not just you, but the group in general, so we have to do rolling for initiative. Oh, okay. They're coming flying toward you. Wicked-looking little, like, buzzsaws, basically, on them. Did we move up to six oomph now? Or do we still have five? Uh, you should be at six, I believe. I gave you one last time around. That's what I thought. Okay, so I'm uh, 11 initiative. All right, and smack? Just rolled a 10 on the die, and what do you, you add the oomph. I'm not even remembering this. Yeah, so you rolled a 10 on the die. If you add the oomph, I got a 16. All right. Okay. Smack, you are first. Hmm. Can I get a quick count on them, or they're just the? Uh, is it just like a? It's a big a swarm. swarm of them. They're each one's only about six inches wide. If you were going to take a guess, you'd say maybe there's about nineteen or twenty of them. Hmm. I would like to see if I can direct gravity grip at a portion of the swarm, just generally as wide a cone as I'm capable of with gravity grip, and try and bring as many of them as possible violently toward me. I roll what? Um, all right. You realize these seven. have buzzsaws on them, yes? What are you planning on doing with them once you bring them toward you, exactly? Bouncing them off the shield of Zim. Okay, okay. Uh, there's like, if you're like sucking them into your grip or something, that would be... Into my hand? That would be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I rolled an 8 plus 7 for gravity grip, uh, 15. All right, you uh, suck a big, huge grip of them toward you, uh, all but about three, and they uh, slam into the shield of Zim, is what you uh, were attempting to do there, and break apart into a million pieces. The other three have gone after QX938 and attack him, and they rip his mechanical arm that he had just shoved back on to shreds and shrap metal. Aww. Oh, my. I should have warned you about that. Warned us about what? What are these things? All right, Bladestar, you're up. 
I'm going to try and knock them out of the air with my sword, which extends out into my hand. All right. So use, uh, what, your first fighter or something along that line? This would probably be more along the lines of the sword trait, would it not? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I thought that was... I thought you... Uh, hmm. All right. Well, that is fine. Doesn't matter either way. Okay. Well, actually, it doesn't matter either way because they're both six. So, um, <laughs> all right. So I'll use Fierce Fighter and add the Swords plus three Enhancer. This is called metagaming, boys and girls. And I usually frown upon it. But in this game. So that's nine plus whatever I roll, which better damn well not. Oh, well, wasn't a one. <laughs> My total is 13. All right. I also, before I describe uh, what happens here... No, I'm sorry. My total is 11. Okay. It was 9 plus 2. Sorry about that. All right. You can't add. (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) All right. Before I describe what happens here, I need you to also roll for me your hyper-awareness. Okay. (laughs) I will attempt to add better this time. I'm going to use an oomph for this. That's a crappy roll. (laughs) Okay, one oomph down. That's a little bit better. I'll leave it alone. Twelve. All right, you lunge forward toward the three remaining discs and slash your sword at them and manage, almost to your surprise, to uh, slash through all three and knocking them out of the air and sending them into neat halves to the ground below. At the same time, you notice, with your hyper-awareness, two things. One is that you get a very queer, light-headed sort of feeling at the same moment, and for just the briefest of instance, the axe of Zim you are carrying glowed with the same faint blue light before fading out again. What the hell? Okay. Well, that was some mighty better fighting than I usually see the two of you get up to. Yeah, we're on a roll today. This is to make up for last week's luck. <laughs> that was Night of Shenseen Combat. That's right. Night of Shenseen, baby! I should have warned you about those. Yeah, that, that would have been nice, yes. You see, toward the end of the war with Valamir, many... Hundreds, if not thousands of years ago, the people of this city were under siege, and they set up many, many booby traps around to try to capture Valamir and his warriors. That was one of the ones that was left over. And it was also one of the ones, obviously, that was for his warriors, because why would you use discs of blades on an insubstantial form? That was a fair point. <laughs> Come. They may have been a bit more substantial 200, 300 years ago. They may be in just the same mechanical condition as our friend QX here. QX. Yes. Do you know what magic brings them to life? How is it that they are able to move about after so long a time? What are you referring to? Well, they seem to come alive to attack us, and yet I don't know what kind of magic would... Are you referring Energizer to the batteries? Di- yeah, are you referring to these discs? Yes. They are mechanical in nature. Like me. Do they get their energy from the same type of magic that you do? I am not run by magic. I have a nuclear power cell in my belly. 
They get power from a similar source, presumably. Excellent. Do you ever have to take Pepsid AC for that? (laughs) I am unfamiliar with this Pepsid AC. Don't worry about it. I'm supposed to be as well. (laughs) I'm getting thirstier and thirstier as we stand. (laughs) This is a... (laughs) This was a very strange case of product placement. <laughs> Come. Uh, oh. All right, he okay. wanders into the broken down old tavern. We follow. I shouldn't speak for him. I follow. I, I indeed uh, follow as well. Uh, you all go into the tavern after him. He, he uh, walks behind the dirty old broken bar. Inside of this tavern is... Quite a mess. There are uh, broken uh, tables and chairs littering uh, the floor, only a few left intact. There is dust and dirt and grime over everything. He uh, rummages around for a moment behind the bar and then sets out four tankards of the sort on the uh, bar with something that doesn't smell very pleasant in them. You uh, look in the glasses and notice that there's a great deal of mold and some creatures moving around in the bits of the drink. Insects and worms and some uh, other unidentifiable creatures just scrambling around in the gelatinous mess that is the drink he has served. It is not as fresh as it once was. (laughs) (laughs) What was the drink called, QX? It was called... Beer. Ah. To quote Neil Simon, now it's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. You do not wish to drink the beer? It is quite likely, QX, that if we were to imbibe this particular brew, it would either kill us or make us extremely ill, and then kill us. (laughs) That is most unfortunate. Indeed it is. And here I thought you were completely armless. Uh, Oh, just mostly armless. I am only mostly armless. Yes, sorry to see that that happened. I'm only glad that we were able to dispatch those mechanical contrivances in a hurry. It matters not. The end of my existence is quickly approaching. There is very little... Life left in my mechanical joints. Ah, oh, come on. Keep a positive attitude. Chin up and all that sort of thing. Yes. I don't know. The strength doesn't look so very bad. Why don't you try some, Shaylee? You're the one with the hardest composition, <laughs> as it were. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> well, no, I think if any of us are going to try that, I think it should be you. And why is that? Because you've got a gut made of stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep the wisecracks coming, buddy. I think he complimented you. He said you have rock-hard abs. <laughs> <laughs> she turns her back on you both. <laughs> My friends, I've concluded that this is a crappy place. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you would like something to eat. No, 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 no. That's all right. We're fine. I think we actually should go and find our way into that castle, because being here seems like an incredible waste of time. 
Perhaps I can pack you a lunch. No. No, no. That's all right. We really don't... I would like to be of use in some way. It is my programming to serve. Well, uh, tennis anyone? Perhaps he could act as a distraction? That's a possibility. He uh, reaches up and opens a compartment in his chest and pulls out what appears to be a several thousand year old salami sandwich. Oh, God! No, <laughs> oh, put that back! It stinks! Please, take no. this. No, 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 don't want it. It's okay. Uh, Give it to uh, Lucas, he's hungry. <laughs> Fisher Price sniffs around QX's ankles, hopefully. Oh, oh God, really? Wow. Give it to him. He he seems to want it. Poor bastard. I don't know. It might kill him. (laughs) Maybe he's been hanging around with us long enough. Maybe he wants to die. (laughs) I still don't understand how he's alive to begin with. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. QX shoves the sandwich back into his chest instead and slams the compartment shut. No, why are you keeping that? (laughs) In case someone wants it. Trust me, (laughs) QX, no one, for the love of God, is going to want that. Unless it is to put in some soil and use it as some sort of fertilizer or something. He slides up another panel and reveals a keypad. He... Punches in some numbers on the keypad and opens the compartment again where the sandwich was, and this time pulls out a several hundred, if not thousand year old meatball sub. (laughs) Perhaps this would more suit your fancy. No, I don't want any. Sorry, you you don't understand. All of your food is thousands or hundreds, at the very least, of years old, and it's not fit for. Human or otherwise, unless you're a figment of our imagination lion cub, consumption. (laughs) He shoves it back and closes it, looking rather dejected, and hangs his metal head. I'm I'm sorry, but but you'll have to find some other capacity in which to serve humans for now, at least unless and until we can get you someplace that actually has a decently stocked larder that doesn't have food that's decaying and moldy and... You should have been around for the first five years after the war. I did not smell pleasant. Uh, (laughs) This is not surprising. There was one time a soft drink container ruptured in my chest and left quite a sticky mess until the maggots and ants came and cleaned it out for me. That's that's very interesting. Is this how you... Conduct all of your conversations. This is brightening my day, minute by minute. QX, I have a service that you can perform. He I looks up, you hopefully. Can. Have you been to the castle? Not in many, many, many of hundreds, if not thousands of years. Do you remember what it looks like from the outside to the inside? Of course, I have quite good memory bank, which is still fully functional. It was built on flash memory. Uh, Oh, 
Uh, None of these life. mechanical moving parts that are the death of hard drives. That is excellent. If we, if we brought you something to... <laughs> if we brought you something to draw with, would you be able to draw us a map of the castle as best you can remember it? Of the inside of the castle? Well, starting from the outside and showing entrances and then perhaps on a different surface... I do not inside. believe drawing is necessary. It is not a complicated fortress. There is but one entrance, which is the drawbridge at the front. That drawbridge comes down over a sort of ledge right in front of it, and that extends over the moat which used to be filled with water to the other side. The moat now, well, you will see. You will not believe me if I was to say what it is full of now. However, uh, it isn't beer. <laughs> no, it is not beer. Good. <laughs> However, that is the only entrance inside. The interior of the castle is essentially one spiraling corridor that leads round in concentric circles higher and higher up to the top of the castle, which is, for lack of something better to describe it, is a bit like a cone. It becomes narrower and narrower as you go higher in it, and eventually ends in a throne room at the top. That is excellent. You have fulfilled a vital service, QX. Could I perhaps offer you some mashed potatoes? Oh, <laughs> No... However, I believe you... I still have some meatloaf in here somewhere. It... Tell you what, QX, if you're inclined to accompany us and you believe you have the strength left, I would love to see Valamir being forced to eat, <laughs> sorry, uh, enjoying thoroughly the literal walking buffet that you present. Very well. It is my programming to serve... Perhaps you would like some fermented relish. QX? QX938? Yes. Are you aware of any other living creatures within a one or two mile radius of this place, bearing in mind that most of them are living in the food that you're carrying? <laughs> and nothing with any sort of intelligence. There are some rats of various varieties and... Large spiders and here and there, and a few mice. Yes, and do you know why there are no creatures of much intelligence left? Well, you see, many, many thousands of years ago, Valamir came to this world and laid waste to all of it, and I can recite the entire history of Zim for you, if you like. It is stored in my history bags, but it will take some time, so I yes. can and offer much... you some refreshment, if you would like, while and I tell the story. As eager as I am to see how long Josh can keep it up, if I tell him to go ahead with this... <laughs> <laughs> he said, grinning impishly. No, I was going to say, uh, QX, that the reason there are no intelligent people left... That Valamir thing is an excuse. The real reason why there are no more intelligent people left in this vicinity is because you fed them! Okay. That w would not make much sense. If I did not feed them, then perhaps they would be dead of starvation. No, based on what you've been showing us that you have at your disposal, no, they would... <laughs> 
be much better off going elsewhere looking for food. I see. Are you capable of accepting new programming, QX938? Limitedly. I can take orders to some extent, as long as those orders do not contradict other mandatory programming within my system. I feel a Terminator 2 scene coming on here. (laughs) (laughs) If it was, I would be talking like this. No no problemo. (laughs) All right. Come with me if you want to live. Dick water. (laughs) QX, here is a request from a human that wishes to have his wishes carried out. And what are these wishes with which you wish? I wish that for the, re- for the remainder of our acquaintance, for the remainder of the amount of time that we uh, spend in your company, that no member of our party be offered any kind of food or drink. This shall be done, provided that my logic circuits hold up. I can ask nothing more. QX, can you figure out how to use these four items together? I hold up the shield. A shield... That looks like only one item to me. Oh, uh, there are others. Let's show him. What have we got to lose? <laughs> He's not right. talking about rotten maggoty sandwiches anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I have. I have the axe. I hold up the axe. I could have used that some three or four decades ago when I found an old ham that needed slicing. <laughs> <laughs> And the Shatner refs just keep on coming. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Okay. <laughs> it never gets old. Yeah, actually it does, but... <laughs> <laughs> Only to the listeners. We're not worried about that. Yes. So, uh, Lucas, can you display the sword and you see that helmet on Shaylee's head? That also is one of the items. What do you think? I think that they are... The artifacts of a great warrior. Ha! Huh, great warrior. Wars not make one great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's think this robot's going to be of a whole lot of assistance. Uh, well, wait a second. A he knows that you know the history of Zim, and you already established that you could recite it to us over a period of days, years. Yes. So tell us a condensed and yet detailed. I know those select. sound contradictory, QX, but they're really not. If you think about it, Reader's Digest used to do that for years. And make an attempt to select a portion of the story that specifically involves these items. Yeah, the shield of Zim, the sword of Zim, the helmet of Zim, and the axe of... Sing along with me if you know the words. Zim. I see... I know of the artifacts of Zim, but I have never seen them. You have now. They are pretty. The artifacts of Zim were somewhat misnamed. They were brought to Zim from far, far distant worlds. They did not originate here. They were brought here by the first four knights of Shenseen. Hmm. Do you have anything in your databanks that would indicate how one can use the artifacts of Zim? 
I, I just want to say uh, instant oomph point for using the term databanks, which is perfectly, <laughs> perfectly in keeping with the 1980s <laughs> setting of this series. Thank you, sir. Uh, and what was the question? <laughs> Do you have anything in your databanks referring to how to use the artifacts of Zim? Unfortunately, no. Do you know the names? The names of the knights. The knights were Bill, Tom, Fred, and George. (laughs) Okay. And yes, three of those are Weasley children names by coincidence only. Yes. I'm imagining all of us holding up these different artifacts and speaking the name of the knight that held them and realizing how ridiculous that would be. Tom. <laughs> George. No, it doesn't. Bye, like George. A beer. He's thirsty. Okay. Obviously, this robot is not going to be of much help, and neither is this. Why are we even in the tavern? You uh, wanted something to drink. I may be able to find some ale in the back. No, no. Don't worry about it. Uh, what? I have no idea what the hell that means. It's just my circuits short-circuiting. Oh, okay. Well, you've lived a long and happy life, so it's probably about time. Uh, you don't, perchance, know if you're going to detonate once your circuits uh, short out. I would find that highly unlikely, but okay. they have been in the process of short-circuiting the last 347.3 years. Oh. Wow, that really sucks for you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is of the suckage. Well, we can't sit around here talking about decayed food and history all day. We have a castle to infiltrate. Yes, and I think it's getting rather boring just sitting around here waiting for you two to make up your damn minds about what we're supposed to do next. Hello, Fisher Price. We, uh... (laughs) We have a choice now. We can either attack Midnight Keep as we are or figure out how these artifacts are used together. Or we could go try to get into the damn castle and figure it out on the way. I'm recalling something that QX told us a little bit earlier, that it's a simple spiral leading up to the top of the keep. That is correct. To a large room, and I forgot what the rest of what he said was. There's a moat around the castle. That's right, there's a moat that used to be filled with water, but is filled with something else even more disgusting now. I Uh, wouldn't necessarily call it disgusting, per se... What do you say, fellow travelers and knights of Shenseen? Is Lucas a knight yet? No. <laughs> if we're that was a rather quick answer there, laddie, oh laddie. <laughs> yes, it was. And that was intentional. He's not going to be. And now I am carrying this heart of Shenseen. Maybe that's why none of our things have worked, because maybe a knight has to carry all the... Uh, each artifact has to be carried by a knight. And we aren't doing that. They were brought by the four original knights of Shenseen. That may well be the case. There's only three knights right now. Thanks to Bladestar. 
Lucas is at least trying in many senses. Yeah, very trying. He's extremely <laughs> trying. <laughs> and though on occasion he can be quite abrasive and make us want to pull his head off, he is still... I appreciate you not doing that, yes, by the way. It's a... Not that I would not that I would succeed if I tried. I'd only end up with a longer beard. <laughs> I, don't um, know. I might give you some ear hair. And dis- despite despite all that, he's still a member of this party and has been for some time. I will not go against your objections, Blade Star, if you would prefer that he remain a non knight of Shenzhen. But my vote is to make him a knight of Shenzhen. Shaley, what do you think? Uh, I say we give the little pipsqueak a chance. Yes, but once we uh, knight him, if it doesn't work out, it's not like we can take it back and say, Sorry! We were mistaken. Now we've got this. Why not? Is there some sort of rule book that I should know about? I. <laughs> yes, Nobody's there is. Nobody's ever shown me any sort of rule book. Well, we haven't exactly been in the position where we could we could get to the manual. <laughs> when when all this of... is over, we'll visit the library of Shenzhen studies. That's right. Yes. <laughs> we could just knight him, and if it doesn't work out, we can kick his ass and take it away. It's true. Can... All right, what the hell? I'm outvoted anyway. Um... Ha! What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be asking that. That's just asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's All put it right. this way. Would it be any worse than what we've been experiencing so far anyway? <laughs> no, not really. All right. You're a strange lot. Yes. Yes, yes QX. We are. <laughs> All right. Would you Lucas, like a bagel? Uh, no, thank you. Lucas, go ahead and uh, hit yourself with the sword a couple times. I'm not really into that sort of thing, lad. Well, if you want to be knighted, you have to be you have to be hit by the sword. It's part of the ritual. I think you have to be hit by the sword by uh, some other knight of Shinsin. Yeah, but that's not as much fun. All right, here. Give me the sword. I'll I'll do this. <laughs> All right, he hands it over cautiously. <laughs> Looks very wary, ready to duck if need be. <laughs> uh. Blade Star, remember that he is most skilled while he still has his head. Don't give him um, any ideas, Smack. I'm trying to remove some ideas. <laughs> All right, I tap him. What is it on the? How, where does that traditionally occur? On well, hell, it's, I don't care. It's a made up. But I tap him on the shoulder a couple times with the sword, and one time it's a bit. Oops! Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that so hard. Ah, uh, yeah, bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I dub thee, sir. Chowderhead, a knight of Shenzhen. Hey, I didn't get no fancy uh, 
ceremony when I became a knight. I shouldn't see him. What's up with that? You were stoned at the time. <sighs> in fact, you still are, come to think of it. Yeah, yeah. Now, right here. got any potato chips? <laughs> After the battle. Yes, we will give you a full christening. Not christening. What the hell's the word? Well, if there's potato chips involved, that would be a crispening, wouldn't it? Yeah, but there's... All right, that's true. All right, I hit Bapper on the head with the sword. I deputy. There we go. Okay. Sorry. Lady Shaley. And I'll go oh. shake off an normal name, and I got... What the hell did I get anyway? Chammerhead or something? Chowderhead. Sir Chowderhead. I don't think I like that. You wanted to be a knight? Do you, th- do you honestly think Blade Star is my real name? Uh, fair point. Smack Chainmore is listening intently, really. <laughs> <laughs> it, it isn't Bill or Tom or Fred or George, is it? No, no. Oh, all right. I don't remember what it is. I just know that it wasn't. It was given to me when I was knighted. And despite the fact that I kind of do. Never mind, I'm not going to go there. What? Moving okay. on. I have no idea where you were going with that, but okay. Well, now, we are in a different situation than we were ten minutes ago. (laughs) Really, it looks about the same to me. (laughs) The difference is that the four artifacts of Zim are being held by the four known... Well, actually, not quite yet. Here, here, Chowderhead, let me give you back the sword. Thank you. You're welcome. There. Let's try putting them together again. All right. I'm going to touch the shield to the helmet on Shaylee's head. Lucas puts the sword on the shield. I put the axe on the shield as well. This time there is a stronger blue light, and you all get a very queer sensation. Moment of disorientation. It lasts a bit longer this time before fading away. Hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head, Bladestar. Now, I wonder if we do that, and then we speak where we want to go. You can take you anywhere you want to go, if it'll actually (laughs) take us there. Let's try going into the castle. (laughs) Yeah, let's just... (laughs) I don't complicate nothing, man. If we're going to try, let's try something big. Let's just, yeah, dive sight on to some... Well, okay. Sure. I like it. Are we knights or are we knights? Come on now. We are knights of Shenseen. I am briefly ashamed of my cowardice. I, I have to say that I, I think sometimes the knights of Shenseen seem a bit dazed. Sorry. I really gotta just keep this forward. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that joke was really weak. Uh... Night, days, week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, that wasn't really worthy of a... I don't know that our sense of humor is much more than... I don't know that our sense of humor is much more than minute. Damn it! I second that. (laughs) I feel a yearning for this to stop. Oh, jeez. Are we finished? (laughs) I think so. Lucas, Shaylee, Bladestar... Uh, some of those puns were decadent, though. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, you win. I I, I got nothing. <laughs> All right. 
All right, so you all put your uh, things together, and you're going to... What are you going to do? Say the name of the place that you want to go. Yes. Shall we? We'll tell it. Take us inside the cat. Or, well, let's try that. If that doesn't work, we can try thinking about where we want to go and see if that... Why don't you just say and think it at the same time? Because then we won't know which one is which. Don't you watch Mythbusters? Don't you know how these things work? Mythbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Mythbusters went off the air here 399 years ago when the automated system that had it playing on constant reruns finally gave out. That's good to know. Thank you, QX. No, the reason we don't want to do both at the same time is because if we do that, we won't know whether saying it was what made it work or whether thinking it was what made it work. All right, y'all touch them together, and you say the name of the place you want to go. The blue light comes. It's about as strong as it was last time, and you feel the disorientation, and a weird queer sensation floods your bodies, but you don't go anywhere. And then you do the thinking thing, and that has the same result, and you're still standing in the tavern. Hmm. That was quite amazing. Okay, let's try saying and thinking. And see right, if that you, makes... you do that too, and nothing else different happens this time either. Good God. Well, as they used to I'm say, I'm getting to the, the point where times. I don't care anymore. Let's just walk over there and go into the damn castle. Sold. I'm Feet. all for that. Don't let's... fail me now. Let's go. Yeah, all right, like... you leave the tavern and head toward midnight. Keep, please roll some perception rolls, people. Beats, do your stuff. Oh, we get to actually roll dice. Yeah, how about that? I got a five. I got a five as well, but with my hyper-awareness, uh, which I believe is also a five, so that would be ten total. Neither of you notice anything except QX938 just sort of bringing up the rear, following you along. As you head down one of the streets toward the castle, maneuvering around the wreckage of long-dead and rotting, decaying vehicles that no longer run... Smack Chainmore trips over a wire which causes a hidden net to ensnare you all and hoist you up into the air. <laughs> Hanging from the rafters of a dilapidated old building, you are all, except for QX938, caught in the net and suspended, some of you upside down, about 20 feet above the ground. The net is made out of what appear to be some sort of steel cables. Hmm. And now see what your lads have done. Yes, we've sprung a trap from several hundred years ago. They seem to be rather good at doing that. Well made. For the Ewoks to show up. (laughs) Well, now what? Oh, I have a... Okay, this is too easy. How high up off the ground are we, by the way? About 20 feet. Okay, I extend my sword and cut through the uh, netting. Alright, roll a uh, sword uh, roll of some sort. That was 11, and I know from memory that my sword is 6, which would make the total 17. Alright, you cut through the net, and all you all fall in a heap 20 feet to the ground below. You all take a setback token. And you make blade star and smack-shaped impressions in the ground. (laughs) Wait a minute, now that he's a knight, does Lucas make a Lucas-shaped impression uh, in the He does not. He lands on Bladestar's stomach and knocks the wind out of him. Thank you, Bladestar. I don't know how long we would have stayed trapped in that net. Possibly forever. No problem! 
Did I happen to hear you mention Ewoks? I didn't say that in character, no. If he pulls out an Ewok sandwich, I'm going to hurl. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to mention that I know a small amount about those Ewoks, the small furry creatures from Alphas and Tori. Oh. Oh, yes? That is all. How small amount (laughs) do you know about them? I know that they were served here as a delicacy. Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, is anybody, would anybody still be listening to this? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I have my fears. Well, I feel bad for anyone who might be listening to this during mealtime. Yeah, this may be want to be a, an after dinner thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep people from being afraid, I promise not to do the rim shot again. <laughs> wow. Owie! I'm done. <laughs> Shall we proceed? <laughs> yes. Let's right. uh, continue. Jay Lee, are you in one piece? I hope you're not injured. Please say uh, you're not injured. And yeah, no, I'm all right. Very good. <laughs> I'm as good as I've been since I met you two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Lost part of my nose and ear and my arm and... But at least you haven't been <coughs> bored. That's right. And you're an honorary knight. What more could you... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. An honorary knight? <laughs> <laughs> I think she's actually a full knight of Shenzhen, Bladestar. I seem to recall that being the case. Yes, uh, she and I both have firmly joined your party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys uh, arrive uneventfully at Midnight Keep, which has a moat around it, as was hitherto foretold. Mm. The moat is full of hot, bubbling, steaming lava. The drawbridge. Lava to know how that got there. The drawbridge mm. is raised. Okay. Lovely. Go, go, gadget copter! Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think we can degenerate into other cartoons. <laughs> well, I mean, I know uh, we can. I just, yeah. you know. I think we've done plenty of degenerating. It's I the mean, other cartoons that is the problem. Yes. Mm. What we need is a way to get over this moat. On the far side where the drawbridge is, there's a ledge in front of the uh, drawbridge. Plenty big enough for you all to stand on in front of the drawbridge. Okay. Well, I could pull a nice glider wing out of my arm, but that would only help me. It wouldn't help the rest of you. That doesn't help us. if we got to that ledge and the drawbridge happened to come down, we'd all be pretty handily crushed. Oh, that's true. What? Oh. Well, either that or if it came down, then we'd be able to just walk right across. That's true. So long as we remained on this side until it came down. The key concept here is drawbridge coming down. Yes. <laughs> roll a uh, hyper awareness roll, Blade Star, please. Okay. And it starts. The first one of the day. <laughs> no. A one. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> How about you roll a perception roll for me, uh, Smack? Okay. Let's see. Let's see if you notice eight. anything. I got an eight. 
You can't make out to fine details from this distance, but you uh, do notice that there is some sort of electronic circuitry, gadgetry, uh, something of that sort, embedded in the wall to the right of the drawbridge. Gotta find the crawl trolls that extend the bridge. Fortunately, we haven't shot them yet. That's right. We just saw Star Wars yesterday, if you're wondering why all the uh, Star Wars references... (laughs) It was on Spike TV. And, well, anyway, we have an axe, so I'm we assuming QX nine three eight here with an abundance of wires in the form of a beard. Yeah, how tall is he? He's like twelve feet tall, but not nearly tall enough to lay across the uh, thing. If that's what you're thinking, <laughs> damn it. QX, <laughs> if we could get you to that ledge, would you be able to rewire the controls that lower the drawbridge with the wires that you have? I suppose I could try, but I could not promise anything. Hmm. It would um, be tough to do with only one hand. I Lucas. sense a lack of creative abundance. Uh, Lucas, can you fly? Can I fly? No, I can't fly. I don't remember seeing you fly. I remember seeing you well, appear in various If we places. throw him hard enough, he can fly. Yes, what is the distance between that ledge and ourselves? <laughs> it's about 25 feet. That's not too terrible. Oh, Lucas! Yeah, I want to throw me over there. And what do you want me to do when I get over there? What I'd like you to do is hold on to the electric chain of justice, and I will whip it around my head, swinging it like a sling or a bolo, and then fling it and you toward that ledge. If you are successful and land on the ledge and remain there, then I'd like you to hold on to the electric chain of justice. And if you're not, I fall to my death in a moment of burning love. And more importantly, we lose the electric chain of justice. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to let go of my end of the chain. (laughs) Uh, So you'll still have the chain of justice. It'll just be falling to my death. Only if you let go of the chain. That's right. All right. We'll give us a try. Besides, you're a knight of Shenzhen now. Sacrifice for the betterment of the party is your first order of duty. Uh, What what do you want me to do with the chain once I'm over there on the other side? Because I certainly am not strong enough to hold the weight of your lot as you come across. No, we were hoping you could find a way to get the drawbridge down. Ah. You'd be able to get a closer look at the controls and to see if the drawbridge coming down would crush you on the ledge. Or if there's room enough on either side for you to stand out of the way. All right, all right. I will do my best to get your esteemed leprechauniness over to the other side. <laughs> I begin swinging the chain. All right. And good, it's stuck on eight tonight. I like that. Eight plus seven, 15. All right, you swing the chain, and Lucas goes flying, hanging on to the end of it, and lands neatly on the ledge on the other side. <laughs> All right. Don't let go of the chain, Lucas. I won't let go of the chain. All right. You want me to look at this uh, circuitry over here? Yes, what can you see? (laughs) That's good, (laughs) Jaime. It looks like a security system of some sort. Actually, I... Can can you bring me back over so I don't have to shout my idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, if if that's what you want, sure. 
Why don't you take a leap towards us, and I'll haul back the chain as quickly as I can. All right. So roll your chain of justice uh, again. Okay. <laughs> don't and... roll one. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that he's a nitrogen, he's like, he's all yeah. uh, Five and seven. <laughs> I would have loved it if you rolled a one. All right. No, I rolled a 12, so All I right. ended up with a 12. Lucas is back amongst... Yeah. Okay. All right. As a security system of some sort, gave me an idea looking at us over there. If you guys can figure out a way of getting yourselves over there on that ledge, I could use my magic to shrink us down, and we could get into the keep through the security system, through the circuitry, I may be able to enter stealthily without getting caught. Shrinking, we can get in through the circuitry? If we're small enough. In the name of the 12 moons of Zanzibar, how in the hell small? Don't ask about Zanzibar, by the way. Are you going to shrink us? I thought it was a breakfast cereal. (laughs) It should have gone with Zarny Whoop. Sure. He's on an intergalactic cruise in his office. I couldn't (laughs) do this. Can you tell I've been reading those lately? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're going to shrink us to the size of circuits? Of, uh, this, of electrons. This is like inner space on crack. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to shrink it down to the size of electrons so we can get into the keep through the circuitry. But you guys got to figure out a way of getting your sails over there. Well, geez, if we're electron size, we could just top on the nearest air atom and coast over there. That doesn't sound like a very safe way of getting across. And we've got our sponsor plug in for the episode. Safeway. What do we see on our side of the... uh, uh, Do we see anything on our side of the chasm, or the moat, rather, that the electric chain of justice itself could be tied to? Nope, nope. Don't want to do that either. All right. Um, Answer the question. (laughs) I would like to go back to where we were trapped in the net. And with Bladestar's help, recover the steel cabling that was lowered down to the net that hoisted us up. All right. Very good. You uh, return to the place of the uh, trap. Ooh. Wait a minute. What is the terrain like for where when we go and to get the steel cables? Just buildings. Burnout and dilapidated buildings. Okay. Okay. Burned out, dilapidated buildings that potentially could have lots of stuff. I'm thinking we need to go MacGyver on this. Yeah. Recover the steel cable to be able to make ourselves something. Well, to the glide plan was across. To attach the uh, silver spear to one end of the steel cable and fling it as hard as I could at the drawbridge. And then run like hell. I hope it doesn't... Yeah, yeah, what the hell? Can't hide. All right, well, you've got the cable. Wait, couldn't you just attach the spear to the chain and do it Yes, that but way? then I'd have to attach the chain to something on... Even if I could attach the chain to something on our side of the moat, then I wouldn't be able to bring it with me when we get shrunk down and go into the castle. I'd be dropping one of my most powerful aspects. Uh, well, no, we just wouldn't be able to get back without doing something similar, but we would have... Yeah, okay. I don't think I was clear in stating what I meant, but I think you're right anyway. That <laughs> probably would be better. I, I, I had originally considered using the electric chain of justice with the spear, but then thought, well, once we get to the other side then I'm Oosgrade without the Electric Chain of Justice. But you're using it to get the spear to slice through something 
No, 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 no. about throwing the spear so it sticks in the castle over on the other side so you can climb across oh! on the cable. That, yes, okay. uh, one I sharp mis- grapple, essentially. I misunderstood what you meant. Okay, so just discount the whole last That's thing. assuming I roll well enough to embed it in the door and assuming the door is made of wood. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we were on different pages. I was thinking that there's something holding up the drawbridge, and if we could just slice through it, I then know, uh, we could send the drawbridge down. In fact, hell, why don't I just do the aforementioned wing-type glider apparatus out of my arm and go across and then slice through the... Uh... I wouldn't be a very stealthy way of getting inside the castle. Oh, the hell with stealth. <laughs> stealth is overrated. Plus it cuts I out a significant my, portion my... of the Game Master's story if you do it that way. I have my loose can Not loose cannon. What is it? Is it loose cannon? Yeah. I have something on here that says stealth is not my strongest suit. It is loose cannon. That's one of my detriments. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I say what? Wait, let's take a vote on how we're going to do this. Smack's way and my way are Blade Stars kicking down doors and <laughs> TJ Hooker way. Well, since you control two of the voters, three of the voters, I hardly think this is a fair solution, O Game Master. <laughs> it could be slightly slanted in it's your good, favor. But you're not supposed to bring that up, you damn bastard. <laughs> Blade Star. I think you should overcome your fear of being turned into an electron. But it's not necessary. We could just... We could just... Go... Th- we, we could leap into the lava this instant, and I think Valamir would be quite pleased. Yeah, but or... I want to use the axe. And... <laughs> it's a really Perhaps. cool way to use the axe as doors <clears throat> chop through the thing, get the hell out of the way as the drawbridge comes down. All right, Perhaps you'd be able to use the axe on Valamir's head. That would be even better. Except these insubstantial. Actually, yeah. I'm going to tell him that next time I see him. He lacks substance, which in essence means he's insubstantial. So I don't know why we've been worrying about him all this time. <laughs> Perhaps if we do nothing, he will stop well, at it. Exactly. So, yeah. All right, fine. I don't want to. Okay, let's just do the cable thing. All right, please roll a hyper awareness roll, Blade Star. This has been working so well for me so far this uh, game. Yeah, it is. Oh, hey, three, which means that I have an eight total. All right, you don't notice anything, and I have hyper awareness. Yeah, <laughs> and on your way back to the castle, you step on something that clicks, and the ground falls out from under you, and you find yourselves all in a ten foot deep pit full of snakes. Ow again. Well, no, the snakes cushioned our fall. Snakes! Ah! Roll for initiative. Hmm. Twelve. I rolled an eight on the die. Uh, what's your oomph? Five, I think. So, ten total. All right, and Blade Star, you say you got twelve? Yes. All right, you go first. Okay. Oh, by the way, QX938 did not fall in with you. He's standing at the edge of the hole looking down at you, and he says before the battle begins, I guess I should have warned you about that. <laughs> Thank you, QX. Could you please feed the snakes? <laughs> I don't have any snake food on me. Just drop everything you have down the hole. <laughs> Missing us. 
Yeah. <laughs> Missing. It's not a big enough hole. It would definitely hit you all. Come on, they really want a salami sandwich? Very well. <laughs> he tosses down salami sandwich, which it's Blade Star in the head. Oh, dear. It bursts and a large quantity of worms and maggots go running through his hair and down his face. It's in my eye! No, the other eye! Wow, this is disgusting. (laughs) Uh, It kind of is. Yeah, well, there it is. You guys asked for it. I don't think we did, actually. Oh, hit a snake. (laughs) All right, uh, you're up first, Blade Star. What are you gonna do? Initiative uh, battle going happening. Yeah, how tall is or how I? I need an Ten answer feet. to my question so I can formulate Ten my. Ten feet. Okay. Ten feet deep. I'm assuming that they are looking like they're going to attack us. Yes. Because you had us roll initiative. Yes. Okay. And there's lots and lots of them. Okay, hell with it. I pick up a couple of them and hurl them out of the pit. All right. They uh, let's see. What to uh, agility? I guess. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of a weird fit, but yeah. You gotta catch them and toss them. Strength or agility? Which would you prefer? Say agility, because they're slithering around. You gotta try to catch up a few of them. Okay, 12. Alright, you uh, you pick up a few in your fists and hurl them up and out of the pit. They go sailing past QX's head and uh, out of sight. Cool. Smack. Going to take the electric chain of justice and lay it out in front of me over as many snakes as I can and electrofry their butts if possible. No and snakes were actually harmed in the animating of this episode. Sadly, I rolled a two for a total of nine. All right. Uh, you get a snake. <laughs> God. <laughs> we'll eat good tonight. <laughs> All right. You can live on it, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> Shaylee, using her stoniness, goes stomping around, squishing the snakes beneath her stone feet. With her own boots of ground cracking. They go splattering and squishing into a snaky pulp. Snakes! You get out of here! (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yes, this uh, episode is guest-starring special guest Bill Cosby. And after the show, he'll sell you some jello pudding. And as she steps on a few of them, just to make this episode a little more disgusting, some of their insides come out of their mouths. Oh, come out of their mouths? Yeah, well, she's squishing them, you see, and they've yes, got to go yes. somewhere. So, All right, Lucas, wielding his sword of Zim, goes and slices the heads off of several snakes. There's still some snakes left, and they attack Smack, because... He's the one with the electric chain of justice that killed one of their pillows, the smoking corpse of which is sitting on the ground. So, um, oh. <laughs> what will you do, Smack? You're being attacked. I think I'm just going to block with the shield of Zim. And I rolled. Wow, this really is stuck on eight. Holy crap. <laughs> For a total of. Wasn't using anything in particular. I didn't try dodging out of the way. Okay, so just using the shield. I was just using the shield of Zim, and I only rolled an eight. Yeah, I didn't use Nimbus and Numbleness or anything like that. That's all right, because the snakes rolled a one. So the uh, snakes attack you, and uh, in their confusion, end up killing some of each other. (laughs) That's handy. Okay. All right. Still some snakes left. Blade Star, you're up again. Okay. Being the less violent and more environmentally conscious 
Knight of Shenzine. I'm going to take some more of them and throw them out of the uh, pit. All right. By the way, I'm throwing them all in the same general direction. All right. So they're all landing on the same side of the pit. All right. Which will come into play when we decide to climb out. Yes. <laughs> all right. Roll agility. Suck. Not this time. This is more the funeral dirge. Yeah, I rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> so you threw the snake straight up in the air and they came back. To... Sorry, I don't I'm know. Not supposed to... I'm not supposed to say things like that. <laughs> You're not supposed to give the Game Master ideas like that. Yeah. <laughs> You throw the snakes up, and instead of narrowly missing QX-938's head, they hit him squarely, knocking him over into the pit along with you, and uh, he, uh, his big metal body, uh, torso, areas, max blade star in the head. Ow. Ow! He falls down to the ground and takes a second setback token for the session. He makes a... Blade star-shaped impression in the corpses of the snakes that the <laughs> ground is littered with at this point. Oh, oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Smack, you're up. What the hell? It didn't work well before, but it should work well now. Whatever remaining snakes there are, the ones that are clumped closest together, I'm going to try again with the electric chain of justice. I don't want to do boots of ground crack, only make the pit we're in deeper. So, yes, here we go. And this... Listeners, is why he's got the boots of ground cracking and not me, because I had not even thought of that. Damn. Okay, well, three plus seven is ten. You guys do remember you have oomphs. Yeah, you know what? Gonna spend it. Gonna spend one of them oomphs, because that's just pathetic. Well, maybe I should try the green dye. What the hell? Damn. Hell yeah. Okay, eleven and seven is eighteen. All right, very good. You uh, wrap your electric chain of justice around the remaining snakes and fry them. The air is filled with the smell of barbecued chicken, strangely. <laughs> good show, Smack. That was a that was a nasty bit of nastiness in reptilian form. I do not appreciate being knocked over and sent falling into this pit with you lot. Yes, perhaps you should have warned us about this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Put the blame back on him where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to step on the trigger. Well, we've learned valuable lessons today, all of us. <laughs> How to get out of here now? Hmm. Well, at only ten feet, all we need to do is stand on somebody's shoulders, and it hardly matters whom, as long as it isn't Lucas. Yep. Although, who's going to be the last person down? Bladestar, why don't you take hold of the end of this steel cable and climb up onto my shoulders, and perhaps you can find something outside the pit to tie it to. Roll a uh, perception roll, both of you. Ooh. Eight. Seven. I'm going to use an oomph on that. That's a little better. Ten. Uh, you both come to the same realization, and notice the same thing at the same time. This hole is not as deep as QX9380 is tall. One, two, three. Well, this hole is not as deep as QX9380 is tall. Uh, 
<clears throat> we could risk trying to climb out using QX938, but we his arm came off when I shook his hand. <laughs> Worth a try, though. Yeah, why not? My legs okay. are in better shape, so I should be able to stand here while you climb your way out. And we promise to uh, do our best to haul you out of the pit once we're out as well. Unless you prefer yeah, yeah, to stay yeah, that's it. That's it. Sure we do. That's the ticket. <laughs> uh, yes, we shall attempt to climb out over QX938. All right. Lucas climbs out first ahead of everybody. He just scampers up QX938 and jumps off on the ground uh, above. Come on, boys. After you, Bladestar. I just had a freaking brilliant idea, which will come into play after we're done with this. Mm. What am I rolling for? Agility? Yep. Ten. All right, you climb out. Okay. Schmack. I rolled a five. Freezing Nimbus of Nimbleness makes it a twelve. All right, you too successfully climb out. Brace yourself, QX. Yeah, I weigh a bit more than those boys do. Where does she get the southern drawl thing? No, it's a New York thing. Well, it depends. It fluctuates. Sometimes it's New York, sometimes it's them boys. <laughs> southern. All right, but... Uh, I'm not being critical, I just find it funny. Yes, I'm not... Well, I, between Shaggy's <laughs> missing arm and QX938's missing arm, it's a bit of a challenge, but she does manage <laughs> to get out of the pit. Ah, oh, good. I'm going to lower the electric chain of justice and hold on to it very tightly and request that QX938 grab hold of it as well. Yeah. And with the help of my friends, I think we can hold it. Yep. I'm not going to make you roll for that. You do pull him out just fine. Thank you, QX. Show me, Smack, where the hole in my logic lies, because obviously there is one, because I can't believe neither of us thought of this. Okay, we were on the other side. We we have this pit. Not the one we are in now, the one that we were at before, where the, uh, the moat. With the moat. The moat. Mm-hmm. And the drawbridge is across the moat, held up. We want it to come down to fall across the moat so that we can walk across it to get into the castle, right? Or... Get into the castle without lowering the drawbridge, thus not alerting the entire castle that we're there. Oh, okay. Well, okay, but assuming that wasn't an issue, <laughs> we the point is it would make things a hell of a lot easier for us if that drawbridge was down. So my question to you is, why is it we couldn't use gravity grip to force the drawbridge down? It's possible that if the drawbridge is thoroughly secure in its up position, I would only end up drawing myself to it. Yeah, but at least then you'd be on the other side. And I thank you because that's probably the method I'm going to use now. <laughs> it just like a light bulb. Ding! Wait hmm. a minute. The only thing that lights up is, is your, your mind. mind. <laughs> I gotta see if that. We gotta see if that commercial's on YouTube. I bet it is. Everything's on no YouTube. No gadgets. No gizmos. No noise. Oh man. Leverage. The idea is to get him down and keep him down. I haven't seen that commercial in 30 years, and I still remember it quite well. It's frightening. All right. You guys are back at the moat. Okay. Once again, interested in knowing what it is I can secure the steel cable to on the outer side of the moat, if there's anything around. There's lots of things around. Lots of, there's big, huge remains of a truck. Hmm. 
There's a, a sort of shed type thing of sorts where maybe guards used to be posted. Those are probably the two best things in your vicinity. I would like to secure one end of the steel cable around the remains of the chassis of the truck. Very good. And holding on to the other end of the cable, I would like to take a page from the Book of Blade Star and use gravity grip on the drawbridge on the far side, hopefully hauling myself toward it rather than it toward me. And I guess I need to roll for that, don't I? Let me see. Yes, indeed. Gravity grip, I think I only had it six, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay, I rolled... Uh, three for a total of nine, I believe. All right, I'm going to say this it wasn't uh, too terribly difficult. The uh, bridge is securely in place. However, it does pull you across to the ledge. All right. I'm going to securely... You can fly. I'm going to secure the end of the steel cable to the silver spear and jam that as tightly as I can into the drawbridge. But I'm going to hold on to the steel cable anyway, in case that gives, and see if maybe folks can get across by uh, climbing across on the steel cable. All right, I'm going to have you roll mickle might for jamming that spear into the uh, drawbridge there. Ah, a four. And mickle might I had at six also, I think. All right. Yes, that's a ten. You succeed in doing it. How well you have done it will remain to be seen. Who is going to be the first to try to cross? Lucas. <laughs> you know, you're far away on a night I shouldn't seen. You're a cowardly bastard. I'm not cowardly. I'm just making sure you prove your worthiness of being said knight uh, of Shinsi. It's all about me, I know. Yes, it is. Uh, all for my welfare. Yes. You're a bastard, Bladestar. And yet I can sleep at night soundly. And you know, you can rearrange the letters of Blade Star and almost get bastard. <laughs> Pretty close. It would be more like Bladstard. But, <laughs> or Blastard, yes. All right. Uh, let me roll for Lucas here. Yes, this is how he spends his time. Lucas makes his way over the uh, cable to a stand beside Smack. Ha! There! Blade Star, take that! Good job! Thank you. May I recommend Shaylee come next? Because if she makes it across, then it's definitely strong enough for Bladestar. <laughs> and apparently I'm more expendable. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was laughing. <laughs> Damn bastards. I'm with you, Lucas. These jokers are... <laughs> A knight of Shenzhen is practical. That's right. <laughs> All right, there's a moment as Shaylee's crossing... She loses her grip for a moment, teeters, drops her arm that she's been carrying around into the lava far below. No, don't! She makes it across, though, now, unarmed. Okay, Uh, so she was tightrope walking, essentially. There, she was sort of hugging it with the arm that she was holding the... Oh, okay. But she dropped it. I'm I'm sorry, Shaylee. Ah, somehow I don't think so. Blade Star, you're bringing up the rear, as it were. Yep. All right, let's do this thingy. Let's get across. Agility. Thirteen. You make your way slowly along the length of the cable. Slowly. <laughs> slowly. You feel it twanging beneath you as you move across it. 
Yeah, you make it just fine. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to build up the, uh, you know... Tension suspense. in the steel cable. Yeah. Yes. Well, <sighs> Seemingly, surprisingly agile, QX nitrate tight walk ropes across the cable and joins you on the other side. Ooh. I am surprised you know, and pleased. We forgot about someone way back at the tavern. Yeah. He's, Where is Fisher Price? He's with you guys. He's looking okay. across the moat, looking along the length of the cable, uncertainly. Oh, please. You're a cat. You can jump this thing in your sleep. You can. Come on. You know you've got it. Come on, Fisher Price. You know you've got it in you. We're it's right not, here. sound like a sappy kids movie now. It's an 80s cartoon. What the hell? Mm-hmm. We know we're waiting for you on the other side, buddy. Come on. I have every confidence that you'll be able to easily navigate this steel cable. I'm rolling for him. He uh, he makes it across. He's good. He's with you. So be it. So be it. Jedi. Well, <laughs> well Lucas... Yes, I suppose it's time to make us all small and into that circuitry, as it were. If you believe you can. I can. That's just an easy bit of magic. Our lives, our success, and our safety lie entirely in your skill. You've, you know, I'm all sure there are times that that would have come in really handy in these last ten weeks or so. And the fact that you're only showing us now... You knew I could shrink you. I've shrunk you before. Or at least leprechauns have shrunk you. I can't actually remember if I was the one to do it, but someone did. Back when we were at the leprechaun village, remember? Yeah, back before we destroyed it. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually something we ate, but that might just have been a decoy. <laughs> I stand ready to be electronicized. All right. Lucas claps his hands. And you shrink down with the size of electrons and sprout tiny, tiny beards on the end of your noses. There had to be a beard somewhere. <laughs> I'm slightly disappointed that we can't braid these. <laughs> you are uh, inside the uh, electronics of the alarm system of Valamir's Castle Midnight Keep. Mm-hmm. Okay, now can we possibly shut the thing down from inside? No. However, you can make your way through it and hopefully come out somewhere on the inside of the castle. All right, fair enough. Let us proceed in the direction of inn. You travel as your electronic cells through the wiring. It's a bit of a maze. Can I go on shrinking? How can this... (laughs) Alrighty then. There's an 80s reference for you, man. That ride. Anyway. You uh, you make your way through the um, circuitry for a bit. It's a bit of a, of a maze, and as you turn one of the twisting, winding corners of the wiring, you find yourselves face-to-face with a swarm of sentient electrons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's an wow. 80s cartoon. <laughs> and they attack. And they are numbered for just such an occasion. <laughs> okay. How in the name of God do you fight an electron? Ooh. With an electric chain. Well, I just rolled a 12 if we're doing initiatives. 
We are, yes. Eleven. Uh, all right. And uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, Smack, you first. Okay. Wow. I wonder how it actually would work. I'll give it a try. Electric chain of justice to uh, take out as many of these sentient electrons as possible. And to do that, I roll a... Oh, dig it. Eleven. Plus seven. Eighteen. With your electric chain of justice. Yes. All right. You swing your electric chain of justice. And given that it is electric and you are in circuitry... You managed to short-circuit this part of the circuitry. Cool. Thus banishing the electrons. However, in doing so, you have also blocked the way forward and the way back with a break in the circuit. Hmm. And by the way, I would just like to say that as uh, you have short-circuited things and banished the electrons in this battle, you definitely beat them uh, to bits. I know I promised I lied. (laughs) Okay. I would just like to say, remember, listeners, for once it was not me. (laughs) You, 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 wait, 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 I have to do it. You kilo bit those electrons. Boy, you're, wow, that's really... (laughs) Really reaching. I don't know what you were thinking. Uh, ouch. Anyway. Ouch. Not to undermine your attempts to amp up the tension. I realize this game has a short fuse. Okay, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friends, I have good news and bad news. The good news is the sentient electrons that were attacking us can't anymore. The bad news is we're stuck right here where we are. No, we're not. I extend my sword. (laughs) Your sword is not quite long enough to bridge the gap in the circuitry. Okay. Can we just jump across then? I mean, the sword is not that long. Yeah, you can't jump across. It's a break in the circuitry, and you need to connect the part where you are to the next piece of the circuitry to get through with something that can carry a current. Like it? Why? We're not electrons. We're just, the size. We're just the size of electrons. We can still move like we always have. But you need to move through the circuitry, which has been short-circuited. But it's wires and stuff. Why can't we just walk through it? I don't understand. You're not meant, this, is not a, this is not an exercise in real science. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You need to uh, complete the circuit. That is what you need to do. Mm, QX938, you can conduct electricity, can you not? I am made of metal. Is he tall enough to uh, lay down and reach across to complete the circuit? He is. We've been using you as a bridge (laughs) quite often today, QX. Yes. You have been serving admirably. You've been using me that way, especially... Currently. (laughs) No mercy. No mercy. Okay. I'm shocked at the uh, lengths to which you will go for a rim shot, sir. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not doing it. (laughs) I'm leaving it alone. It's over here. I'm not touching it. 
All right, let's just get across this thing so we can bolt. Oh. Uh, right. It would definitely be a way of lightening the load. <laughs> yeah, that was the next one, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. He lays down, thus completing the circuit and reinstating the path forward. Thank you, QX. Indeed. May you fare well in the rest of your journey. You will not be able to come with us? I will not. If I try to move forward, it will break the connection again and I will be stuck wherever I am. So. I will just lay here and await your return if you need to return this way in future. If we are able, we certainly shall and restore you to your former size if Lucas survives. Thank you. Your sacrifice is much appreciated. Now see, Lucas, that is what being a knight is all about. He just gives you an icy stare. All right, you guys continue along the circuit, and uh, ahead you see the light of the exit into the keep. However, Mm. you are stopped by someone looking remarkably humanoid compared to the other things that floating around in this circuitry. Who goes there? We do. She is dressed uh, in a silver suit of some sort with a glass helmet. I didn't know any better. I would say this was Fantra. It is not Fantra. It is Sir Firewall. (laughs) (laughs) You're not far mistaken, Smack. These are my circuits. You may not proceed further. And who are you? I am Chakra. I, I knew this was where this was going. <laughs> I, I had to do it. I had to do the little nod. <sighs> Who has a frisbee? <laughs> Chakra is a character in one of the Draconis games. Okay. I was thinking Tron. Who has a frisbee or a logic probe? <laughs> and, uh, she's a uh, character that lives in circuitry and has the Sparks brothers at her command who you have not met. <laughs> Why do I get the feeling yet is the operative word that it was not said in that sentence. Hmm. So anyway, roll for initiative. You're about to do battle. Ooh. I get a total of 12. Nine. All right. Smack is first. I think I'm going to attempt boots of ground cracking. No, I'm not going to do that either because I'll probably end up breaking the circuit again. We don't have another robot to lay across it. I'm going to charge Chakra and try a buddy (laughs) jazz. Let's see if she gets a charge out of this. Uh, Oh, yes, there we go. And ram her with the shield of... uh, Ram! Ram her with... (laughs) (laughs) And I roll a... Ten. I don't have anything. I mean, just for charging, I don't know what applies there. Nimbus or Mickle Might or nothing. I would say probably Mickle Might, but what are you charging her with, exactly? I'm trying to bash her with the uh, Shield of Zim. Oh, with the Shield of Zim. All right. Uh, yeah, I would say Nimble of uh, Nimbus. Nimbus of... What the hell? Nimbus <laughs> Nim- of Nimbleness. Nimbus of Nimbleness, and that adds a seven, so it's 17. I'm sorry. That's not right. I meant uh, Mickle Might. That's uh, 16, then. All right. Uh, you uh, run into her, sending her 
sprawling uh, to the ground, and she gets a setback token, but is quickly back on her feet again with one setback token. Bladestar. A, res- a resilient adversary. Take care. Indeed. You'll have to do better than that to handle me, Smack Chainmore. All right. And I don't okay. do nearly as good a job playing the character of Chakra as Katie did, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, well, you know. It's All right. whole feminine thing. Yeah. Europe. is a great place. Never been there. I can't stab a lady in cold blood. That's just not very knightly. Kira said so. Let's see. Oh. Okay. If you say so. I pick up first your price and throw him at her. He <laughs> <laughs> no. goes sailing past her head and... Lands, yeah, I didn't even roll yet. Lands on his feet and stares back at Blade Star a bit reproachfully. Boy, you completely missed that opportunity, sir. I He has claws. Hello. Yes, well. No. I'm not going to let that count as your actual action though. <laughs> that was just ridiculous. What he meant. No, it really was actually fun. wasn't. She's right there. All he has to do, he's got claws. All right, all right, fine, fine. Roll agility. Ten. All right, you throw Fisher Price, the poor cat, at Chakra. He slams into her, and suddenly all of his fur is standing on end, and there's a distinct scent of singed hair in the (laughs) vicinity. He lets out a yowl. Scratches feebly at Chakra and lands on the ground, then looking reproachfully at Bladestar. <laughs> All right. Sorry, little buddy. I thought you had stronger claws than that. He's a lion cub. Well, yeah, he's a lion cub. Yes, but, but he's anyway, the size of a house cat. Anyway, Shaylee rushes forward and slams into uh, Chakra, knocking her down again, giving her a second setback token. Lucas. Smiling gleefully, I like these kinds of battles. These are fun. He claps his hands and unfortunately rolls a two, so accomplishes nothing but giving Chakra a beard. (laughs) Oh, I think that accomplishes quite a great deal. I give him a thumbs up. You bastard, she cries. Look what you've done to my beautiful exterior. All right, smack, you're up again. Oh, Um, I'm sorry. She has to attack. Is she going to attack or what? Yeah, she does. I forgot to do that. She uh, sends a blast of energy at Smack. Okay, uh, I'm going to defend with Nimbus of Nimbleness to try and step out of the way of the energy. All right. And I roll my first one of the evening. She blasts you with the blast of energy. You take a third setback token of the day. You go flying backwards and slam into Bladestar, who takes his third setback token oh. of the day, who goes flying back and slams into Shaylee, who takes her third setback token of the day. Lucas just Uh-oh. stands there and watches and laughs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we could play dominoes. Yes. Another well. plug. This is another sponsor of the episode. Dominoes. Let's not go there. I'm starving, as it were. <laughs> All right. Smack, you are up. I'm going to go for an electric no, chain didn't... of justice and wrap it around her head and try and break that glass helmet of hers. Okay, so you're, you're not going to go for the recharge. <laughs> yeah, because you actually did some real damage through battery last time. 
Now my <laughs> now my my pancreas appears to be trying to crawl out of my body and down the side of the chair. I think my internal organs are leaving me one at a time just to get away from <laughs> Alright, here we go. And Thank you sure you want to do the electric chain of justice? If I can get it wrapped around her head, yeah. Um Okay. I don't normally do this, but I uh must step in. Her name is hey, Chakra. You, can warn, you can warn me in character. <laughs> yeah, I think I will, actually. Smack! No! Chakra! Chakra! Well, let's just see whose electrons are stronger. The electrons of evil or those of justice. Dun, seven, dun, and dun. seven and seven are 14. Hell, he's gonna... mm-hmm. You... Hold the electric chain of justice, and it does wrap around their head with a huge burst of sparks, lightning, and electricity. Chakra goes up in a puff of smoke. Wow. What the hell? Well, it turns out it was justice. Just an FYI. Wow. Good call there, Smack. I I honestly thought that was going to go completely the other way. You thought it was going to reverse the polarity? I thought she was going to feed off of your electricity. Yes. Hmm. Glad it didn't happen. Me too. And I apologize for doubting your judgment. I appreciate the warning. No problem. All right, well, you guys work your way through the uh, last few feet of the circuitry. A few feet to you, anyway. And... Mm. Emerge from it inside Midnight Keep. To be continued. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. The finale. Kids? Yes, I guess. What is our moral oh, story? I know that you went into the kitchen when you weren't supposed to and that you put the metal fork out of the drawer just like you weren't supposed to. Now here's something you're really not supposed to do. Don't jam that metal fork into a wall outlet. <laughs> look what happened to... Look, look, just look what happened to... Uh, what happened to... <laughs> us today. First of all, memory loss is the first thing that you'll experience. <laughs> when you deal with excess amounts of electricity, dangerous electricity, shocking, high voltage... That's right. Deadly amperage electricity. And although we support the learning of breakdance moves, we really don't support doing it that way. There are other ways to get yourself to... I think you mean breaker dance moves. The disembodied voice has it right. That's exactly what I... That was Lucas. Wasn't that Lucas? Sure it was. Sure it was. It should have been. I'm usually the one that's in here making smart-ass remarks (laughs) while you guys are trying to dig a moral of the story. Yes, so as a knight of Shenzhen, he too is contributing to the moral today. That's right. Breaker dance, what he said. (laughs) 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 You know, we almost should just end it right there. Have us all go out with one of those really cheesy '80s things where they make the stupid joke oh, and then they're oh, all, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then fade to black. Yes. All right. Well, that episode didn't go quite as well as I was hoping, but it didn't go terrible. <laughs> not because of you. I just I'm not terribly happy with that particular branch of the story. 
I think next week for the moral, we have got to do, just because I'd forgotten how really bad they were, uh, bad in a good way, if you're a fan of 80s cartoons at all, we have got to do, instead of just speaking the moral like we have been doing, we have to do one of those things where completely disregarding any continuity whatsoever, the kid is doing something he shouldn't, and we show up and say, hey, don't do that! Yeah. Kind of the G.I. Joe, no one is half the battle PSA thing. We have to do it. It's the last session. It should have been done long sure. ago, but I didn't think of it until now. Yeah, I hated those. I know, but that's why we have to do it. <laughs> the worst morals were in the New Adventures of He-Man series. Those were the worst ever. <laughs> There's nothing worse than those. They were stupid. They were beyond stupid. They were... Oh, they Ram- couldn't have been as stupid as the Ram Man one. Yeah, I think they were at least as bad as I think. I think the the dumbest one. They never had anything to do with the story, for one thing. Oh, really? Which oh. was always obnoxious. And then it would always be like, here's one of the villains trying to lift this big box, and it would be like, remember, kids, lift with your legs, not with your back. <laughs> that wow. is actually one of the real morals. Oh, from that have we have we told you, or do you remember? I doubt you would remember, but. Have you been told the Ram Man moral to which we are referring? Do you know that story, Anim? I do not, no. Uh, Okay, Ram Man, in case memory does not serve, in the He-Man cartoon, Ram Man was one of the... uh, He's like this dwarf character. He's like a... Yeah, but he's got this helmet that, in keeping with his name, he rams into things and causes all kinds of... Knocks down walls and stuff with his head. And he he can jump very high and slam the top of his head into things. And henceforth, because he's constantly slamming his head into things, he is not the brightest bulb in the lamp. To say so the to least. And there was a two, was it a two-part episode? Or yes, was it, it, was, just... it was this really great episode written by Larry Dottilio, who uh, is a great, great sci-fi fantasy writer. And he wrote this and... really great, great story. And he had absolutely no idea what to do for the moral. <laughs> So you can finish the story. So what did he do? He thought, well, we have Ram Man, who, if I remember correctly, I don't remember anything about the episode itself, sadly enough. But he does knock down a a wall in it, yes. And uh, the moral, I believe, is something along the lines of, kids, don't don't use your head to knock down walls. (laughs) You don't want to end up like me, or something like that. Yeah. Really, just ridiculously lame, but cool because of its between <laughs> lameness. Yes. Between that and lift with your legs, they both just scream. Okay, we are right up against the deadline here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just yeah. Don't yeah. have time. But the thing I love is that this this one was even to kids was so. It's like he didn't even try. You, I mean, you almost knew it had to be just. They require me to do a moral. Yep. Here's your damn moral. Yep, that's pretty much it. And for Larry, that's pretty much what it was, because he, he just didn't care. He just wanted to tell good stories. So. Yeah, and uh, but that was the epitome of the, the worst the morals got. Yeah. As But, I mean, I think even kids, the target audience, had I to thought see it was that stupid. coming. We were collectively rolling our eyes. Yes, yes. I I love that. Now that you describe the character, I do. What I remember actually is not the cartoon because I just I didn't watch the '80s cartoons. 
but rather the toy that my little brother had. That I remember. <laughs> there you go. So are we done with our moral for the... Uh, yeah, for I the think week? we're done. We're done. Is, and, uh... and that is the end of the story. I had to get my trademark ending in there. There you go. There you go. I've done that every episode. Well, ours made more sense than the other than those <laughs> other two. Don't stick a fork in a wall out that. That's more valuable information than lift with your legs. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody, see you next week. And that's that's it. That's how it ended. <laughs> that's where the session recording stopped. So there you go. We have one more, one more to go, and then we are done with Cartoon Action Hour, Captive Souls, as it currently stands. And hot on the heels of finishing this, Spectrum Games will be putting out Cartoon Action Hour Season 3, at least to those who backed the Kickstarter. I'm not sure if it's being released concurrently to the uh, general public at large, but since yours truly was a Kickstarter backer, (laughs) that will be forthcoming. And... We're hoping to get something started again. So there will be more Cartoon Action Hour shut up phone sessions posted. I'm going to leave that in. Uh, We're just not sure when they'll be posted because they haven't happened yet. So anyway, uh, one more, one more to go. The climactic season finale of Captive Souls. So until... Next time, this is Blind Geek saying, thanks for listening.